Welcome to Prove It Show, the goods and greats of Prove It All Night. This podcast is a little Nuggets compilation compiling great moments featured on the weekly Prove It All Night radio show, which happens every Saturday night from 9 to midnight Eastern Standard Time, only on WFMU.org. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. Ah, that's Jenny. But that's not Jenny's dad. If she gets into that car, you may be looking at Jenny for the last time. I'm McGruff, the crime dog. Let me show you something. See that playground? A lot of kids there. Every day in this country, 60 kids disappear. Some run away, but a lot are kidnapped by strangers or even by people they know. Almost 20,000 kids a year. 20,000 kids, one kid at a time. Maybe your kid on your street, just like Jenny. You know, your kids can learn to protect themselves against crime at home, at school, on the street. Hey, nice going, Jenny. She's going to tell her folks about this. And you can write them a gruff. Learn how to keep your family and your community safe. And help uh, take a bite out of crime. McGruff here. I want you to learn a song that tells people to say no to drugs. Users are losers and losers are users. And don't use drugs. Don't use drugs. Winners don't use and users don't win. So don't use drugs. Don't use drugs. If you know a user even part of the time, tell them to quit taking a bite out of crime. Losers are losers and losers are users. So don't use drugs. Don't use drugs. Okay, everybody. If you know a user even part of the time, tell them to quit taking a bite out of crime. Losers are losers and losers are users. So don't use drugs. Nice going. Now teach it to your mom and dad and brothers and sisters and friends to help take a bite out of crime. Yeah, teach it to those people. <clears throat> teach it to your mom and your dad and your grandma, your grandpa. All those folks. Teach them the way. Teach them well and let them see the way. Shine the light. Shine it bright. Shine it all the way to the end of the hollow earth. Friends, this is Prove It All Night. This is the radio experience you've been waiting for. The one, the only. For the week. For the old, for the blind, for the poor, I am here for you. Tell me, tell me what you need. Tell me what you want, what you really, really want. And I will do my best. 201-209-9368, that's 201-209-WFMU. But first, I'm going to tell you what you heard in that set of music. So much music that last song was a guest we're going to have on uh, the show in a few minutes McGruff the crime dog's going to call in in about 15 or 20 we'll hear an update from McGruff the legendary crime dog of the 80s and 90s see what he's been up to he'll tell you those are some PSAs from the 80s and 90s David Peel before that funny thing about him He's going to be on my show next week. Next week. The live version of Prove It All Night from Monty Hall with special guest David Peel and the Lower East Side. The marijuana pop punk will be here in the flesh. You can too. 43 Montgomery Street, Jersey City, New Jersey. That's where the fun will be. Comedians to be announced. It's going to be a hoot, man. It's always a hoot. You know it. You watch the live video. You've been to the show. It's a good time. David Peel will be there. That was his beautiful song, Where Is My Father? 
the anti-war, anti-Vietnam tune off of Have a Marijuana on Electra Records, 1968. Did you know? I looked it up. That was the first major label release to have a curse word in it. Yeah, a bunch of curse words in it. That was the first one. Everybody thinks it was MC5 with their live album, Kick Out the Jams. Well, no, that was the second in 1969's when that was released. David Peel beat him by a whole year or a mere months. I don't know, but it was 1968 and the album is Have a Marijuana and he'll be on my show next week. But Pat, you're on Terrestrial Radio. Well, I'll read him the riot act. Don't worry about it. Aren't you going to be giving your board op a run for her money? No, I won't. He'll, he'll know. It'll be fine. It'll be a 20-minute set and, and an interview. David Peel. He produced Gigi Allen's first album. He knew John and Yoko. He was signed to Apple Records for a whopping 48 minutes, I believe. All these stories and more. Next Saturday, live, Prove It All Night variety show. 9 p.m. to midnight right here on the station that matters. WFMU, the 91.1 and only, my friends. Starting off the set was the Ramones with 53rd and 3rd off their sensational debut album. Ramones on Sire Records. Find me a better debut. Find me a better rock album. Honestly. Honestly. It's really, really great. Recorded above Radio City Music Hall by Ed Stasium. Tommy Ramone on that crazy pipe organ. And drumming, of course. Thinking about the Ramones, I was... You know, I had a time. Uh, Mike Kroll and I... Maybe I'll get him to call a little bit later. Mike Kroll and I went down. He visited me. We're old friends. He visited me, and we went to the Ramones 40th, because we're big nerds of that stuff. And we went, and this thing was... We're like, oh, there's a line to buy our tickets... No problem. We got them pretty quickly. And then we're like, oh, what's this line? And it's a very long line. Like, oh, it's to get in. Okay, well, I'm sure they just haven't quite opened it yet. This is the line. Once the, once the exhibit opens, this line will, will they'll let everybody in and everything will be fine. Wrong. We waited for two hours and change to get into this exhibit. Now, I knew people, and I could have uh, maybe... Pulled somebody in or texted somebody, and I didn't. Mike didn't want to do that. I respected that. I was like, you know what? We'll we'll push through this. But I, it was one of those pain-inducing uh, lines that was like borderline not worth it. The kind that like te- really tests your patience and endurance. And I just I was like losing it, man. I was like unbelievably fatigued. <laughs> Uh, 50 minutes in I saw uh, Linda Linda Stein Linda Ramone <clears throat> Johnny's wife uh, Her current boyfriend Who was dressed like Some weird magician Like he had like A top hat And a And a Like a cloak Cape type thing And he looked like Like the bad guy In, in a Charles Dickens novel Or something this guy was sneaking people into the line, like, ahead of us. People that, like, were turned away. And the Queen's Museum, I guess they just didn't want, like, pandemonium, but, like, it's the Ramones 40th. How about pandemonium? That would be my suggestion. Like, just let everybody at the same time. Let, for the first hour, that room be packed. And then eventually, the room is less packed after that. You know? Oh, no, it's too much. It's gonna be crazy. No, like, that is... That's punk rock, man. Like, just do it, I think. Would have been been easy. Oh, well, then no one can see the art. Yeah, but then you come back. There's, like, bands playing and stuff. It's like a whole thing. I don't know. It was... It was... It was a litmus test, man. And then this weirdo, again, who looks like the villain from a Charles Dickens novel, is letting people cut, like, ahead of me and over, like, the front sashes. And I was like, oh, hell no. And I'm going up... And I'm like, Mike, do you see? And he's like, yeah, just just, just let it go. And I'm like, no, man, like, what are we... Like, this is awful. No, no, it's going to be all right. I was like, oh, my gosh. Uh, 
it was rough. That part was rough. And then they, they cut the line at some point. They weren't letting people inside. Our own Joe Duffy here at FMU got turned away. <sighs> they gave us free passes, though, to come back as in, like an apology for the line being long. Then I get into the exhibit, and there's some cool stuff that I haven't seen before, but like I feel like without Arturo Vega, rest in peace, uh... I just feel like there's... It's, it seemed like an exhibit with a lot of compromises. You know? It seemed like an exhibit with, like... Okay. Uh, Linda Stein owns some of the... Uh, owns the bulk of the branding name Ramones. Like, estate stuff. And then, like, Mickey Lee, Joey's brother, has, like, an X amount of that as well. And they just kind of were, like... And, again, in traditional Ramones fashion, like parties don't talk to other like both parties don't talk to each side and it's just like come on people how about for this we come together and make a great show like there was cool stuff but like the best stuff was like Monty Melnick's collection and photos by the way you're listening to Prove It All Night with Pat Byrne on WFMU East Orange WMFU Mount Hope in Rockland County 91.9 FM and online at WFMU.org Uh, the phones are open at 201-209-9368. If you want to chime in, it's 201-209-WFMU. And there is a call on hold I'll get to soon. Uh, McGruff the Crime Dog is going to call in a little bit. We'll hear an update from the legendary PSA character of the 80s and 90s. And I'm talking about the Ramones exhibit in Queens, 40th anniversary retrospective. A lot of memorabilia, a lot of weird stuff like passports. That was the fun stuff. And that was like all Monty stuff. And then I look, me and Mike Kroll are like cracking up. We're looking at the wall. They had like the album, the original album photograph of the end of the century cover. And then above it is just a floating red t-shirt. And we're, Mike and I are like, no, no, that is not. And it was, it was, it was the t-shirt that Johnny Ramone wore on the cover with none of the other t-shirts, just the Johnny one. So clearly it's like something Johnny had in his closet at the Ramones ranch in LA that Linda was like, well, you know, this was the t-shirt he wore. No, no, no. This was the shirt. This was it. It's like, oh really? That's, that's the red t-shirt. Oh my goodness. I'm so glad I waited two hours in line to see a red t-shirt. More on this later. There Again, there was some fun stuff, but it wasn't all. Hello, FMU, are you still on the phone? Hey, Mr. Pat. Hey. Greetings to my radio companion on this beautiful night here in Minneapolis. How are you this fine evening? I'm doing well, Aaron. Aaron in Minneapolis, I should point out, is a caller from the Midwest... And he calls a lot of shows, not just mine. He calls Seven Second Delay. Andy Breckman hates him for some reason. And uh, he calls Shut Up Weirdo. I'm assuming he's probably called Sue Braun's program. And very recently, he started calling The Best Show with Tom Sharpling over at thebestshow.net. How are you today, Aaron? And how is everything going in Minneapolis, the Midwest? I am doing fine, assuming you just asked how I was. See, folks, I have to pre-program everything, so I have to assume what people say. That's right. Aaron has to pre-program his responses into a program. Um, before I, I get into that, I'll just why don't I start asking you the next question? Uh, let me think. Um, are you a Ramones fan, Aaron? So Aaron has this program. He it's like he types it and then it's got to it's got to uh, process it and then it goes. So it takes a little time, but it's great. It's good because then we can talk on air. He's also on the comments board over at playlists. WFMU.org/playlist or click on the playlist. Sometimes I couldn't take them or leave them. Okay, that's fair. Uh... No, that's fair. The Whiplash was at that exhibit, dating Linda Ramone. Wait, could you go again with that one? Your service cut out that time. Apparently, Sneakly Whiplash was at that exhibit, dating Linda Ramone. Is that his name? 
the her her new muse is that his name? No, it's the bad guy from Dudley Wright. Oh, see, I'm I'm not well read. I should be, and I'm not. Now, Aaron, you're from Minneapolis. If you can take or leave the Ramones, can you take or leave Minneapolis's own The Replacements, who were produced by Tommy Ramone? The album Tim was produced by by him. Do you, do you like that album? Do you like The Replacements at all? Would you consider yourself a Replacements fan? This month, I never gave a fair chance to say yes. Okay, so you can take or leave them too. How long have you been listening to WFMU? In 2006. 2006, the year I graduated college. Fair enough. What was the first show you got into on WFMU? Either Dave the Spaz or Glenn Jones. Dave the Spaz is easily my favorite show on this station. And Glenn is a great show to listen to. Good talk. They do good talk on that show. Now here's what Glenn I'm... is a god. Glenn is a god, okay. Well, to each his own. Now, I will say... <clears throat> I thought of something to do in between the gaps here, if it's okay with you. After I ask you a question, I'm going to plug social media for the show and myself. So, how does that sound? Do. Please do. Great. All right. Uh, let's see. Aaron from Minneapolis, listening from uh, since 2006. Gateway shows were Dave the Spaz and Glenn Jones, which is great. Um, do you have a current favorite show that you like to call in and don't feel free to not say my show whatever you want to say is fine with me you can follow us on twitter at prove it show that's the name of this show also my account is 1-800-PAT-BURN on twitter facebook.com slash prove it all night show that's where you get involved on social media take it away whenever you're ready Aaron Second delay, of course, and shut up, weirdo. All right, let's do now. I do an Andy Breckman imper- impersonation, so um, let's do some. Let's do some um, some role play. Okay, you're Aaron. I'm Andy. Okay, so I want you. I want you to ask Andy Breckman a question, and then we'll I'll respond as Andy, whenever you're ready. Okay, that's easy to be Aaron. Okay, how did you come up with Railroad Bill? Okay, that's a great question. No, no, it's a good question. Aaron, you're good. That's a that's a good question. Okay, uh, it came to me, it came to me in a dream. Aaron, it appeared to me in a dream. I was dreaming. Oh, it was great. It was so good. I was I was asleep in my bed. Okay. Uh, my wife wasn't there. Don't ask me where my wife was. I don't know where my wife was. She wasn't there. Uh, I was asleep, Aaron. I was dreaming. I dreamt this character up. And then when you're ready, just ask, ask Andy another question whenever you're ready. Will this be a long story? Go again with that one? I couldn't hear you. Will this be a long story? Oh, it's always going to be a long story. With me. It just has to be. It's just got to be a long story. Aaron, you're great. You're the best. You're my hero. You are my personal... Forget Ken. Oh, forget, forget Ken. You're 
my hero. Oh, you're the best. Ask me another question. Go ahead. Anything you want to ask. Ask Uncle Andy anything you want. This is sad, Pat. This is just sad. Are you calling me Uncle Andy sad? Or are you calling the host of this show, Pat Byrne, sad? Which one is it? I gotta know. I gotta know who it is. Yes, Mr. Byrne, sad. I agree. Aaron, you're my best friend. You're my hero. And I agree. Pat's just the saddest guy I've ever met. But I gotta go because my special guest is on the other line. Aaron, you've been great. Call back anytime. Would you, you, you love the show. Aaron, you love the show. Okay, thank you. And there he goes. There's Aaron. Now, I, it's with privilege that I introduce our next guest. He was a star of... of um, <clears throat> he was the star of 1980s and 1990s PSAs for kids and adults, helping people take a bite out of the crime... Excuse me. Helping people take a bite out of crime. Ladies and gentlemen, let's give it up for McGruff, the crime dog. Are you there? WFMU, are you there? McGruff, yeah. Hey, McGruff. This is great. This is so good. Uh, I, I, I mean, wow, you, you were a hero to me as a kid. So tell us, how have you been? Couldn't be better, Pat. Great, great. Couldn't be better. Well, thanks for doing the show. I understand you got, uh, you got your start in showbiz doing music. Is that right? I wrote the theme song to All in the Family and did the transition music for Cheers. I was also torn with Tom Waits for a bit. I played backup piano. That's weird. I didn't know that. I knew about some of the theme songs, but I didn't know about you and Tom. So you, pl- so you played piano behind him playing piano. Is that right? When Tom would get too drunk, I'd play the piano for him. That's amazing. Alcohol. Yeah. Bad news. Yeah, it is. And you stayed away from it and you 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 helped kids out and and uh and I I appreciate that. I appreciate your efforts. So so uh thank you, Pat. So wow. So so what 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 made you uh reach out to me now in 2016? Uh well, uh, among other things, I want to make your audience aware about crime and drugs. That is great. That's important. I appreciate that. So let's talk scenarios, Pat. Okay. All right. Yeah. You're walking down the street. You have your slap bracelet on, listening to the new Depeche Mode album on your Walkman. Then a man pulls up in his car, tries to sell you cocaine. What do you do, Pat? Well, I'm 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 31 years old. I don't know. I would I would I would walk away. I guess. Dead wrong. Just say no. Ah, help take a bite out of crime. That's, of course, his catchphrase. Take a bite out of crime. All right, well, what is that? Oh, that's uh, my roommate's pet. Sorry. It's, I hear it, I hear it faintly. It sounded like a dog barking or something. Yeah, it's uh, my roommate's the dog's pet. Okay, so... Okay. Sorry about that. Okay, fine. That's fine. Uh, so, so, uh, so by ignoring the, the person, I'm saying no? Is that right? In your scenario? You know, you know, this reminds me of a new hit single that I recorded. Cocaine and Crack. Why don't you play the tape, Pat? Play my song. That's right, that's right. You actually, uh... You've you made an album and you sent us it you sent it here to us on uh on cassette here <laughs> and I, I haven't even screened it yet so I don't know really uh what to do with this I have I just haven't screened it so it's well it's, no need uh, yeah I yeah I just want the kids to play it on their boombox and take a bite out of crime hey shut up back there. Sorry about that. That's that's all right. So all right, I'll play. Which track do you want me to play? Cocaine and crack. 
All right, this is Cocaine and Crack by McGruff the Dog, his brand new record here uh, on the, the debut, the world debut on WFMU. Using crack and cocaine to get high, that's what you say you love. But it's really insane, you could die, what are you thinking of? Nobody's needing that crack and cocaine There's terrible trouble behind it And sooner or later you're burning your brain Making a mess of your mind Just a snort or a smoke In your greed That's all you care about but your life is a joke And you need someone to help you out Cause nobody's needing that crack and cocaine There's terrible trouble behind it And sooner or later you're burning your brain Making a mess of your mind Cause nobody's needing that crack and cocaine There's terrible trouble behind it available for people who have a problem with cocaine or crack addiction. Have them call 1-800-COCAINE for advice. And if someone ever offers you crack or cocaine, be smart. Just say no. Cause nobody's needing that crack and cocaine. There's terrible trouble behind it. And sooner or later you're burning your brain. Making a mess of your mind. Cause nobody's needing that crack and cocaine. There's terrible trouble behind it. And sooner or later you're burning your brain. Making a mess of your mind. Cause nobody's needing that crack and cocaine. There's terrible trouble behind it. And sooner or later you're burning your brain. Making a mess of your mind. All right. Well, that was not what I was expecting, but it was. Well, I'm glad you liked it, Pat. I'll, I'll, hand, it, I'll hand it to you. That was that was actually pretty good. That was the lyrics and stuff. I'm I'm pretty impressed. But but go ahead. Can we talk more scenarios for your listeners? Sure. Yeah. Educate educate the public, please, on any scenarios that uh, you would do some crime prevention for, please. So here's another scenario. All right. Uh. You're walking down the street with your VHS player, and a man comes up to you and steals it. But you're protected by your neighborhood watch, and they catch the man. Pop quiz. Does he go to prison? Well, why would he be stealing a VHS player? Wrong. Dead wrong. There's a mandatory minimum of two years in prison for people who steal VHS players. The first-time offense. But VHS players are expensive. Ah, uh, help take a bite out of crime. Sorry, sorry about that. It seems like every time you say that, dogs bark. Well, uh, they like it. They like the catchphrase. Pat, what, what, do you, what can I say? That's that's fine. I'm just glad. Uh, I'm glad. Uh, I'm glad you're back on the scene. All right. Uh, but I just want to say to your listeners, we should place uh, strict prison terms for first-time offenders. Uh, help take a bite out of crime. Sorry about that. That's fine. So, speaking of uh, of of some of your work, uh, what are so, what what some of your proudest achievements? You you were very very active in the eighties and 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 the early nineties. Tell us what, what some of your biggest and proudest achievements were from that time. Uh, well, I helped save cities like Philadelphia in the 1980s. Really? Wow. How'd, how'd you do that? We got the neighborhood and the cops together. We created community gardens. 
We painted houses. We said no to drugs. That's really inspiring. It's a, it's, it's a much better neighborhood now in Philadelphia? Well, no. Somehow it uh, got worse. <laughs> what? Yeah. Uh, the, the drugs never went away. It's still a problem. Sorry. Well, uh, where are you living these days? Uh, I live in an old couple's converted garage. But... It's, uh, I rent. I rent. I have a few roommates. Yeah, no, I, I heard the roommates. Well, that's... That's unfortunate. But th- but what... But don't you have a pension? Weren't you a police officer? What happened to... What, what happened to that money as a, as a cop? Uh, I'm just a cartoon, Pat. Uh, I don't have a badge. Drugs will never go away. Uh, I'll take a bite out of crime, Uh, they went. They weren't really looking for that one. Oh, we'll go up at the blade there. Uh, what are you gonna do? All right. Well, ah, I'm... all crime needs is a little bit of time, and uh, it has you. You know, your listeners should know. Not everyone locks their doors. That's true. Not everyone does lock their doors. But you see. That's that's the exact kind of, of dated view of paranoia from the 80s that I feel like ruined this country. You know, this whole this whole paranoia that people have to lock their doors. It's Well, well, Pat, uh, did you lock your doors tonight? Of course I did. Eh, uh, wrong, Pat. Dead wrong. I'm calling from your apartment right now. What? And I'm, I'm taking the bike tires, Pat. What? Ah, help take a bite out of crime. Hello? Hello? What? Hey! Don't take, don't take my bike tires. Don't even think about taking my bike tires. Those are mine. And leave Jub-Jub alone, for the love of God. Well, he said, there, there's more on his tape. I feel like I should play more of, of, his, of his album. So this is Inhalance by McGruff, the crime dog. Stay tuned. It's coming out soon. Captured tracks. So true. There's danger in inhalants. They can break you in two. So never sniff inhalants. Breathing them is really no thrill. Don't you know inhalants really can kill? Say no to inhalants. Breathing them is really no thrill. Don't you know inhalants really can kill? You'll be suffering pain. They will damage your brain. Cause it's really insane. Hey. 
Wow. Hello, you're on the air. Yeah, hi. Hey, is this is this Anya? No, this is uh, P.S. Pudding Cup. P.S. Pudding Cup, like public school pudding cup? Yeah, pudding cup. Tell me again, I'll tell you the same. Well, Listen, I wanted to uh, tell this uh, DJ, right? You, you love the show, right? I, I'm not on the air, right? Uh, no. I'm not on the air, right? So we can keep this kind of secret. I think legally, not, uh, I have to tell you, know, you that you are I on the air. I don't want to start nothing. But I want to tell you something. I saw the Ramones in California. Uh, I don't know when they were starting out. In 19 or whatever it was. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, they were playing in La Jolla. La Jolla at the Atomic Cafe. Okay. Yeah, I took my mother. How old was she? I took my mother. My mother, she loved it. I. Yeah. How old was your mother at that point? My mother is now my dead mother. But, uh... That's beyond uh, recognition here, but uh, how old was she when you saw the Ramones? Uh, I think that was I was in my what? Uh, I think I was like eighteen, nineteen at the time. At the uh, yeah, that was at the Atomic Cafe in La Jolla. They had a uh, underground cafe with all the uh, electronic music and uh, and uh, all kinds of goodies at that time. Because I, I left New York, you know, I went up there. Was she 76? Was it 76? Yeah. No, no, I'm asking, was your mom 76? No, she was in her... Uh, <laughs> doesn't matter what age is what age. I'm just curious. I I'm just curious how old your like mom was when you saw the Ramones. people in the audience. Fifteen? And they were playing. There, were, there was like 25 seats and uh, and they were playing there at the Atomic Cafe there. Uh, 66. Was she 66? All right. Uh... 67. What does it matter? Why do you keep talking about my mother? Because you won't answer me. And you, <laughs> you keep the, the, changing the subject. I just want to know how old she was. That's not right to t ask my mother's age, you know? Well, no. I'm just I'm just trying to get, get the story no, right. No, she died at 61. Okay. So she... And she didn't, didn't drink or uh, she didn't take drugs or she didn't... Uh, Smoke, 54. You know? Was she 54? He on the, the goddamn uh, uh, house, you know? I think she got some kind of infection. Oh, wow. Oh, man. Yeah, well, that happens, you know? With this, did did uh, they play that song when you were when you saw them? Did they play the Rockaway Beach song? Ro yeah, Rockaway Beach. That's where I grew up, in Rockaway Beach. Did they play that song when you saw them? I think so, yeah. They did, yeah. 53. Was she 53? Yeah, they did, but there was like uh, 25 people there, yeah. 50. She's in her 50s. Can you, you give know me that? How old I am? Uh, if I guess, are you going to tell me? I want to know how old I am. If, if I guess, are you going to tell me? No. Shocker. I'm 36. You're not 36. <laughs> Your laugh is 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 seventy eight. How old are you, you little whippersnapper? Oh, I'm a whippersnapper, am I now? Yeah. Well, I'll call you a whippersnapper. You? How about I call you a whippersnapper, lady? Yeah. How old are you? I want to know how old you are. I am. I want you to guess. Now, 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 you guess, and I'll and I'll. Divert this uh, into, into mayhem. 30. And she's gone. We heard from McGruff, the crime dog, earlier, who 
is apparently in my apartment right now because I don't lock I didn't lock my door tonight so he now I gotta come home to that either a, a looted place or a, a cartoon dog I have no idea I have a hard enough time with my dog in there what are you looking at she's not looking at anything anyway call in if you want or don't the number is 201-209-9368 FMU you're on the air Hey there, Pat. Uh, it's uh, McGruff here. Hey, McGruff. What's up? I noticed in your fridge you didn't have any uh, uh, food, so I ordered Domino's. But uh, uh, I also uh, I don't have any uh, I don't have any internet working right now, and I need the Wi-Fi password. Sure. Well, it's uh und- when you cl- when you click on the. Is that, uh, the Domino's. That's the Domino's. <laughs> okay, well, uh, who's going to pay for that? That's my first question. Uh, Jub-Jub. No, she's with me. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, you're going to have a situation in a second. Well, maybe I can give him your record player. Maybe he went to record store day today, and he's a record fan. You had that much of a conversation with a, a pizza guy on the phone? I'm not sure. I'm just only guessing. Hopefully he can do it. Okay. Well, the Wi-Fi is... Uh, on, when you click on the on the names, on the, on the local names, you got to select... Uh, the Wi-Fi name is Kenny Login is the name. And then uh, there's, a yep. pa- there's a password. Uh, but that the, pa- the password's written on the fridge. So just... Uh, wait, how, how are oh. you... How are you even using Wi-Fi... If you were oh. talking to me about VHS players and slap bracelets before, what what Wi-Fi I are you using? I know more technology than you think, Pat. Fair enough. All right, McGruff. Well, enjoy the pizza, all right? Maybe hey, s- you're on the radio right now. Say hi. Yeah. WFMU. Bye-bye now. That was the Domino's guy? That was a pizza guy, Pat. From Domino's? Yep. Alright, well, uh, enjoy the Wi-Fi and save me a few slices if you can. And, um... Hopefully, uh, there's some left when I get back, alright? Alright, great. We'll catch up when I get home. Sounds good, Pat. Alright. And, uh, remember... Uh, help take a bite out of crime... Yes, we will. I will. All right. Talk to you later. I'm going to hang up now, okay? Nope, he hung up. Okay, that's fine, too. FMU, you're on the air. Hey. Hey, is this... Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you loud and clear. Hey, it's Jake from the Commerce Board. How's it going, Jake? Gabba Gabba Hey. Gabba Gabba Hey. So, I'm doing fine, but... So the thing I didn't get from because I was kind of taking a nap when you were talking about the Ramones. As as one does. As one does. What's that? Was it ultimately a good experience? It was a good experience because I hung out with an old friend. It was a good experience because I hung out with an old friend and I saw some other old friends there. So basically, it was like a friend hangout that happened at the exhibition more than the exhibition. Yeah, exactly. The exhibition Uh, isn't what brought me there, but I would have gone at some point to check it out anyway. Because the thing is, it's like, most of those exhibitions, like, well, that's at the Queen's Museum, but like, you know, at the Museum of TV and Radio, they show off, like, Muppets or Cosby sweaters, and that's basically it. But this seemed a little bit less than that, even. It seemed almost like you would have had more fun if you found an Ogre Ramones fan with tons of gear, and you just hung out in their living room. Right. You know, it's like, how many things... The only thing I saw that was shown as part of the exhibition that was probably going to be cool or the passport photos from Japan or the visa applications. Yeah, I don't know why the passport photos are stuck in my mind as like one of the best things, but I've brought them up more than once on tonight's show and yeah, they were interesting. I don't know why, but it's interesting. But the rest of it, like when you said like they had the cover of um, what was the LP, the Phil Spector LP, I forgot. End of the Century. End of the Century and then above it just a red shirt. 
Yeah. That almost sounds like a Simpsons joke, you know? It's a, it was a Simpsons but, like, the Ramones are a Simpsons joke. They, one time, they were literally a Simpsons joke. And then, Indeed. But, but I think, like, throughout their career, they were, like, they're literally, like, the funniest band. And, like, not, like, when they're trying to be funny. Like, they were, when they were trying to be serious, they were the funniest band also. You know what I mean? They didn't get real, really how, like... Like, sometimes they got scary on their own. Like, like yeah. if you saw the documentaries and... I was watching it this things, morning. Like, like, just the fact that they had fights over T-shirt profit battle. You know, things like that. That kind of cracks me up. T-shirt you know? what? They, um, in one of the documentaries, they, they kept on talking about how many battles there would be for T-shirt profits. Oh, Richie Ramone. Yeah, and it's like... And it's kind of crazy when you think about it because it's kind of like... I watched, like, I watched this afternoon, I watched a small documentary on the Rolling Stones, and you don't see any of them fighting over t-shirts, you know? Well, not not that we know of. Not that's made it in a documentary. Not that we know of, but it's like the Ramones and CBGBs, it's like the amount of effort put into making sure who owns the rights to the t-shirt and who gets the money from the t-shirt. Well, that was Johnny. That was Johnny being, like, a jerk. That was, like, you know... And, like, I love that part of the... Like, that, that documentary plays out like it's a documentary now uh, like Fred Armisen parody or something you know what I mean or like or like a spinal tap you know it's like it's like it seems like it's a joke and then no this is a real band and their real history and it's just parts of it are super sad and parts of it are just so funny exactly uh, like they're so they're so in the middle of it and they're so disorganized they're just organized enough to exist and have a band but they're just disorganized enough to make it seem like they have no perspective on who they are. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, the Richie Ramone part was, uh, he was the drummer after Marky, and he was uh, talking about, he's like, just before they reached the point where he leaves the band, he's just like, I mean, at one point I went up to uh, I went up to Johnny and I said, uh, you know, I listen, man, I've been in the band about five years, uh, how about give me a cut of that t-shirt money? <laughs> And the next thing I knew, I was packing my bags, and it's just like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's. How dare you? And then they got Marky back, and it's like, oh, okay, but like that's well, ridiculous. Why do you want me back now, Richie? Ask for t-shirt money. Yeah, Don't make me do that. Like for you. immediately, immediately he did. I misspoke before, Jake. I actually said uh, when I was talking about the on the, the at the top of the show when I was talking about the album, and uh, this has been bothering me all the rest of the show when I said it was. Um, I miss I miss said uh, the engineer. It was actually the first album was engineered by Rob Freeman, mm. not Ed Stasium. He did the 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 later uh, earlier stuff, if that makes any sense. But he did the very first album. Ed did? No, he didn't. No, he didn't. Oh, Rob, okay, I don't I'm, know. Rob Rob Freeman uh, engineered the first one. And the assistant engineer was Don Hunterberg. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So I missed uh, I miss I misspoke earlier. Anyway. Okay, well, that's that's going to set the record straight. Yeah, I committed a... No, I'm not going to say it. That's a bad pun. No. <laughs> Were you listening to the part where I said Home of the Hits and, and, and made made a listener uh, probably never listen oh. to this show ever again? I thought Why, it was... because you said Home of the S Hits or something? No, uh, no. It, it was a good piece of business. I mean, it I, was... I'm, let's not... Let's not... An accident. Yeah. But you can go back and listen to the archive, but I, I was kind of... How would anybody get angry at something like that? No, it was an accident. It was an accident. It was an ac- I, but it was. It was an accident. Could be construed as something. Yes. Not what? Yeah. It's. Let's let's. Did you say like home of the hits while somebody was on the phone and they took it personally and then that's it? Uh, in a nutshell. Yeah. Why not? Why? Why are we? Why are we just poking at a at a? Sport? We gotta we gotta move forward in life. Yeah, we really do. I mean, you know, I ran a stop sign today. I made a van a man very angry. And, uh, a bicyclist? No, if oh. it was a bicyclist, I would have let him punch me in the face. But no, it was a, it was another motorist, and uh, he wanted to um, to kill me. Because wow, that's that's a great Saturday story. I was in like a little bit of traffic on my uh, on my block, and I was and I had finally like made it, it was finally my turn to go, and the gentleman was being a little slow. So then I was like, I'll just go, and I went, and then he he wasn't happy. You can never tell with driving, because some people, if you do that, they'll get angry for a split second, and then they let it pass, and others, it's kind of like, that's it, that's it, you're etched in their head. Yeah. What's uh, what's what's uh, the rest of your night looking like? The rest of my night? I don't know. Just hanging out. 
and stuff like that. All right. I don't know. I might actually do some Ramones history online real quick to decide whether I want to go to this Queens thing. I'm not too sure I want to, but... How far of a trek is that for you? Uh, it's I'm from one side of Brooklyn, so I have to go out to Queens, so there you go. It's a trip, but everything from where I am is a trip, so it's one of those situations. I hear you. Well, listen, what, um, I'll say this. They have bands on the weekend for the exhibit. Ooh, that's, a, that's something. Dark, Dark Thoughts played there today, which is pretty cool. That's uh, a Philly-based band that has played uh, at Monty Hall here before. Uh-huh. And um, why don't you check the schedule and see if there's any bands, and you could check out their websites and stuff and see if they're interested in you and in that way if you see the museum exhibit then you're like well at least i didn't waste the trip if you don't like it because at least you saw I got to see something else yeah go with a friend now that's what that's what i that would be my advice i'll get a partner yeah okie dokie all right man have a good one you too fmu you're on the air hey how are you um guys have a song request nope and that ends the show. Thanks for listening to Prove It Show, everyone. Please subscribe in iTunes if you haven't already, and give us a nice review and rating. You can listen live to the weekly Prove It All Night radio show over at WFMU.org every Saturday night from 9 to midnight Eastern Standard Time. You can follow the show on Twitter and Instagram with the handle at Prove It Show, Facebook.com slash Prove It All Night Show, or follow my personal Twitter at 1-800-PAT-BURN. Our theme song was recorded by the All Night Tears, the Prove It All Night house band. My name is Pat Byrne. You're the podcast listening public. And we just proved it all night. I'll see you next time, and thanks for listening. So long. Uh-huh.